0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 93. We are reading Mark chapters 13 and 14 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Gary Liberati. This is the daily reader for day 93, Mark chapters 13 and 14. The entire discourse of chapter 13 is launched by an anonymous disciple marveling at the wonderful stones and wonderful buildings of the temple. This temple had been completed about 30 years before under the direction of Herod Agrippa and was indeed an architectural marvel, the center of Jewish worship. It was also corrupt, as Jesus highlighted when he drove out the money changers, and it was temporary, as he announces here. Notice that the conversation that follows is private and is in response to the question of Peter, James, and John. Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? What follows is shared with the same three who also know what happened up on the mountain in chapter 9. Don't get so lost trying to parse what's going on that you miss Jesus' closing injunction, and what I say to you, I say to all. Stay away. The narrative returns abruptly at the beginning of chapter 14, when Mark lets you know that the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to arrest him by stealth and kill him, but not during the feast, Lest there be an uproar from the people, pace is brisk. There is an anointing, a betrayal, Passover meal. After supper, they head to Gethsemane, where Judas and a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders finds him. Jesus calls out their cowardice and makes Mark's point for him. Day after day, I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. The scene at the high priest's house reflects the chaos of this past week. Accusations fly, but contradict each other. Nothing sticks in a way that will allow them to legitimately put Jesus to death. Finally, the high priest steps forward and asks the singular question that Jesus cannot avoid, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Throughout this gospel, Jesus has waited to be asked a direct question to give a direct answer. Here, his succinct response could have come straight out of a burning bush. Our verse for this week is Psalm one thirty-eight-eight: The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Mark chapters 13 and 14. Now let's read
1: it. Chapter 13. As he came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher. What wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell me, or tell us, when will all these things be? What will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name saying, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There'll be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are but the beginning of the birth pains. But be on your guard. for They will deliver you over to councils. and You'll be beaten in synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake. To bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. When they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand what you are to say, but say whatever is given to you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child, and children rise against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination of desolation standing where he ought not to be, the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flay to the mountains, that the one who is on the housetop not go down, not enter his house to take anything out, that the one who is in the field not turn back to take his cloak. And alas, for women who are pregnant and for those who are nursing infants in those days, Pray that it may not happen in winter, for in those days there will be such tribulation as has not been seen from the beginning of the creation that God created until now, and never will be. If the Lord had not cut short the days, no human being would be saved. But for the sake of the elect whom he chose, he shortened the days. Then, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or look, there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will, will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, keep awake, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey... When he leaves home and puts his servants in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore stay awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning. Lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to you all, stay awake. Chapter 14 It was now two days before the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to arrest him by stealth and kill him. For they said, Not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. And while he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at table, a woman came with an alabaster flask of ointment of nard, very costly. He broke the flask and poured it over his head. There were some who said to themselves indignantly, Why was this ointment wasted like that? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing to me, for you will always have the poor with you, and whenever you want, you can do good for them, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. And truly I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, who is one of the twelve, went to the chief priest in order to betray him to them. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money, and he sought an opportunity to betray him. On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples said to him, Where will you have us go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters, say the master of the house, the teacher says, Where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready there prepare for us. And the disciples sat out and went to the city and found it, just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he came with the twelve. As they were reclining at table and eating, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be sorrowful and to say to him one after another, Is it I? He said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread in the dish with me. For the Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. And as they were eating, he took bread, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. And he said to them, This is the blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine till that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. When they had sung a hymn, They went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all fall away. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Even though they all fall away, I will not. And Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said emphatically, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same. And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to the disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, you are asleep. Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and he did not know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? It is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. And immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Seize him, and I lead him away under guard. When he came, he went up to him at once and said, Rabbi. And he kissed him, and they laid hands on him and seized him. But one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. And Jesus said to them, have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. And they all left him and fled. And the young man followed him with nothing but a linen cloth about his body. And they seized him, but he left the linen cloth and ran away naked. And they led Jesus to the high priest. And all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together. And Peter had followed him at a distance right near the courtyard of the high priest. And he was sitting with the guards and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many bore false witness against him, but their testimony did not agree. And some stood up and bore false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. He, even about this testimony, their, their testimony did not agree. And the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, Having no answer to make, What is it then that these men testify against you? But he remained silent and made no answer. Again the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? And Jesus said, I am. And and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his garments and said, What further, further witnesses do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. And some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to strike him, saying to him, Prophesy! And the guards received him with blows. And as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came. And seeing Peter warming himself, she said to him, You were also with the Nazarene, Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you mean. And he went out in the garden, and the rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him and began again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. After a little while... The bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, but you are a Galilean. But he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. And immediately the rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.